0: Between the two ancient towns of Harlem and Leiden is a strip of ground that is famous throughout the whole world. Practically every stranger arriving for the first time in the Netherlands looks about him, before he is well over the frontier, and asks, Where are the bulb fields? Tulips will grow anywhere naturally, but this strip, barely fifty kilometers long and not much over ten deep, is a phenomenon. It was sea until about a hundred years ago. William of Orange in the 17th century raised the siege of Leiden by sea, and Schiphol Airport stands below sea level in what is still marked on maps as the Harlem Lake. On the seaward side of the bulb fields, and their only protection, a belt of sand dunes slopes to the broad North Sea beaches. An engineer famous in Dutch history, his highly appropriate name was Lee which means the emptier. I hope that he was born under the sign of Aquarius, but that might be too good. He used hundreds of windmills to pump the water out, and groups of them can still be seen down in the south of the waterland, near Dortrecht. Further north, around the bulb fields themselves, one or two have been kept as brightly painted souvenirs. It is the sand from the dunes that is mixed with the polder to make the tulip soil. Nothing to look at, flat like all of Holland. Drained by ditches running into canals, like all of Holland. A few trees, a few cows. Fields looking like any ordinary mixed farming country. The visitor, gazing eagerly out of the window from the railway line or the amsterdam hague motorway, draws his head in with a sense of grievance. Is that really all? Yes, that is all. Even during the few weeks in the spring when the fields are in flower, it is a boring sight. And the most attractive manifestation is the chain of daffodil heads the motorist is given to sling on his radiator, and the pretty girls in folk costume handing out bits of cheese on the streets of Harlem. The fields themselves? Patches of bright, crude color. Instead of being green, they are red, yellow, or blue. Gay, certainly. But the violent colors, apposite, in tune with the countryside, in the other famous flower fields of Europe, seem here to swear at the cloudy grays and smoky blues of the pale and chilly lowland sky. There is something intrusive, almost coarse, inappropriate and jarring. Would a similar effect be produced by the bearing of violent and highly colored emotions in the people who live here, the pale and placid people of Holland? One of the best ways to see the countryside is to take the autobus of the North Holland Tramways Company, which is a very Dutch conveyance. A blunt, modern single-decker painted pale grey with automatic doors and no conductor. You get in at the front, and the driver gives you your ticket and your change in the minuscule neat Dutch coinage from a little desk by his steering wheel, with careful leisure. Inside it is all grey plastic and chrome steel. And you are, of course, forbidden to smoke. You progress slowly, in silence, with dignity. The quiet orderliness is uncanny. If anybody wishes to make conversation, he does so in a hushed whisper. And every now and then, in the churchy stillness, someone reaches up and presses a button. A little red light goes on, and the driver slows at the next crossroads and bends to the microphone at his left. It comes out in a dry rustle through the loudspeakers. A fattish pale woman gets out and a fattish pale man gets in, his tiny nickel dubletius and quartiers ready in a pale hand. The doors close with a sigh, immuring one again in the bus smell after the welcome breath of green moisture, and one trundles on again. Sassenheim, one after another of the dreary villages between Harlem and Leiden, The center, if there is any center, of the bulb country is called lease. It is just the same as the others, but you get out with a sigh of relief to be released at last from that floating coffin, that atomic submarine, and the smell. Never really clean, but never, never dirty.